Okay, if you could just give us a level check, that would be great. My name is Kaylee Humphreys. I compete in the women's monobob and the women's two-man event. Cool beans. I know that you are super busy. You have a lot on your plate. <laughs> totally get it. So we're going to make this nice and easy for you, I promise. All right, lettuce, you ready? I'm Elizabeth Beisel, two-time Olympic medalist, and I am jumping the press rope to take you inside the Athletes' Villages, some of the most interesting and exclusive places at the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympic Games. We'll talk to athletes whose performances are pushing the medal count on snow and ice, discussing pretty much anything and everything but actually winning medals, because we want to go behind the scenes, and even Olympic heroes have to eat. Unfiltered conversations from the ground about the daily experiences that make up the real athlete experience of the games. You know, like life and being in the village. Because it isn't all nail-biting pressure and medal ceremonies all the time. You can hear us in the headphones okay? Yes. Okay, we'll get started in three, two, one. Kaylee, thank you so much for joining us on NBC's In the Village podcast. You are making your Olympic debut in the Stars and Stripes. Briefly, because I know this journey for you has been so long and so hard, can you kind of touch on how amazing it is that you are finally here in Beijing? I mean, it is an incredible feeling. There's times when I get to just like remember that I wasn't supposed to be here two months ago. I didn't have citizenship and I had to, I had to understand or reconcile with the fact that I might not be able to go to a games. And that was really hard. Um, that took, I mean, shoot, that's been my last three years is understanding that it may or may not happen. And as we got closer and closer, that percentage of not happening got higher and higher. And so just to be here, to have this opportunity is so huge. I feel like on Part, I've already won. I just have the opportunity to compete. On the other hand, trust me, I am going out as hard and I am beyond motivated to do everything I can, you know, to, to win medals because that's why I'm here. And that's what I love to do is be the very best that I can be in the sport. And the USA has provided that opportunity and not only prolonged my career, but my life and my passion. And I owe, you know, the country, United States of America, the stars and stripes, every ounce of energy and um, just gratitude and honor that I possibly have with inside me in order to, um, to showcase. So it feels unbelievable um, to not only wear the clothes, but to connect with the other athletes. There's sometimes when, you know, I feel like a rookie, first day at school, new school, new everything. Like there's athletes that I don't know, you know, meeting Sean White and Chloe Kim and people that um, I've only seen on TV. And so it's cool to be able to be teammates with them now. At the same point, this isn't my first rodeo and I've been to the Olympics before, so I understand what's coming. Um, I know how to get the most out of myself in this environment, but doing so with a whole different team and a whole different leadership and coaches and everything around looks slightly different. Um, but ultimately it is a very, very cool and unique feeling. And I am so honored to be here. Well, I hope you feel very welcomed from Team USA. Um, hopefully they yeah. had open arms for you. Of course they did. Um, it's so funny when you say you feel like the rookie because you are one of the most heavily decorated athletes in your sport ever. Um, can you talk about wearing the Team USA gear and seeing people 
like Sean White, Chloe Kim around the village. And is the vibe any different on Team USA than it is Team Canada? Is there any difference at all? Yes, the vibe is different. Um, It's really hard to explain. Um, There definitely is a very big vibe of high performance. Um, The team itself and the love that I feel, not only from back home in the USA, but just being here, um, I think the pride and the passion that each one of the USA athletes has is very unique. And it is a very cool experience to be a part of something so high performance and so big. The United States is a super nation. And so to be a part of that and to know what it means and to have the support, like The Rock tweeted at me the other day. I was like, holy crap, stop it. I'm dead serious. I like had a little, I flipped out a little bit, but like- I'm flipping out for you. This is great. You would never have access to or like know of or be a part of. And so- Again, it's it's very different experiences. It's very unique, but the vibe is really cool. Um, again, to be around people, Sean White, five games, I've only ever seen him on TV, you know, or right. I've seen him around the village, but to know we're on the same team, you know, we're representing the same stuff. What he feels is what I feel in the pride. And it's just, it is a very unique and a very different feeling for sure. At the end of the day, though, I think every athlete that's at the games, regardless of what country they're for, is very proud to be able to be here. It's an opportunity. They're honored to represent their country. And so I think that's something we all share. That's part of Olympianism. That's part of being here and and what it means to be an Olympic athlete is the pride that you feel and the honor you feel representing not only yourself, but your nation. And so um, in one aspect, it's different, but in another aspect, it's totally the same. Yeah, always striving for excellence, regardless of what country you are at the Olympics. For you, being in the village, how has that been? Can you describe it for me? You know, like, what is a day in the life of Kaylee? Yes. Um, Oh, it has been, this Olympics has been different, for sure. Because of COVID, there's different protocols. So I actually move into the village on the ninth. So I'm not currently there. I'm in a hotel off-site. Oh, wow. And that's because you compete later? Uh, part of it because I compete later and part of it is to do with testing numbers. So COVID has changed the game for how you enter the bubble, how you get into the Olympic village. Uh, I have previously had COVID. So although I was able to show recovery, um, my, what they call CT values, um, my like numbers of how close to when I've had COVID, how much is within my system. Um, that system is very different in China and that number of whether you test positive or negative for COVID is different here in China. So it has nothing to do with the Olympics. It's about COVID specifically. So um, I got put into what's considered close contact for a couple of days. So I have to spend seven days in a hotel room by myself, but I get to go and still participate in my sport. Um, So I'm here on the 9th, I move into the village and we start official training on the 10th. So I will be in the village. I know what village life is. I have been to multiple. I have been to the village in order to lift at the gym. And so I'm able to still do my sport, which is really nice. Um, The village itself, I mean, you get a lot of questions on this all the time. It's a lot of nations, a lot of different people. There's cool aspects from you could be sitting down having lunch with, you know, my very first Olympics was 2006. And I sat down and I remember, and I will always remember this. I sat down and, you know, I got to see like, Herman Meyer and people that I had admired as a young ski racer that I was like, 
holy crap, they're right there. And like people that, you know, and even now I have those moments. I'm like, they're Sean White, like act cool, be cool. And like, right, right. Things that, you know, you're like, we're on the same level, but not. And it's just so different and it's cool. We're all teammates. But so um, it is very cool to be able to see people from other countries, from other sports that, you know, you get to make friends with other countries and people from other sports at the same point, you're there to do a job. And village life is kind of how I would assume dorm life is at university. You have your room, you have your bed, you get given your little, you know, package of stuff. When you get in, you have all your clothes that you have to wear for specific things. You've got a media outfit, a metal stand outfit, opening outfit, closing. Um, You have your other clothes. Everyone's walking around in their nation stuff. You see the Olympic rings everywhere. Um, You get a little key fob from Coca-Cola. So in any of the vending machines, which they have located everywhere in the village, you can go put your little key fob up and you can get water, Diet Coke, regular Coke, Sprite, anything you want from the vending machines for water. Right now we've got a KFC and a Pizza Hut in the village. So you can go anytime and get that for free. Uh, You have a boat up on some fast food. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Which in all fairness, sometimes you're like, I just, I need something that's going to make me feel good. That just, I don't have to think about that. I know where it comes from and that it's safe. It's not weird stuff. It's just, you know, you know what you're getting. Yeah. hundred percent. Reprieve is there. So overall though, um, there's like a big laundry facility so you can go, yes, you have to do your own laundry. You don't just get to drop it off. You got to put it in the washing machine, put it in the jar. So there is an element of real life that still exists. You don't get to just be free and relax. You still do your own laundry. You still walk around. You go to the gym, you lift, you go and do bobsled. It's just, you're now doing it with a lot more eyes, a lot more spectators and a lot more other countries and other sports. Does that ever get into your head? You know, I know that you are just so, you're so experienced, right? Competing at the Olympics, having your first one be in 2006, you know, but does, does it ever hit you and be like, I am competing at the Olympics again, and this is very high pressure. And how do you deal with those nerves? It definitely hits you. And there'll be moments when it hits you. Um, I do have teammates that this is their first games. We have quite a few of them. So it's cool to get to live it through them a little bit. So I'm like, oh, I remember what that was like. Like your first opening ceremonies, the first time you get to like see the rings or do anything. Like you have those moments and you live through them. Um, And so that's always fun. And it keeps the energy high. And it reminds you of, what you're doing and how special it is to be here and to be an Olympic athlete. Um, for me, I've had a lot of those moments, this games more than most, because again, this is my first Olympics for USA. So although it's the fifth one I've been to, it's my first for USA and to know and to feel that love from back home and to know what that means here, it, it does change the game. It really does. Um, but to understand that there is pressure that comes with that. There is performance. All eyes are on me as you know, one that's meddled for the last three games in a row. People expect, and I expect a certain level. And I think the most important thing I remind myself of is I don't want it. I want it more for myself than anybody back home could ever. I don't feel the pressure from other people. I feel it from me internally. I want to be the very best. I want to stand on that podium and sing the the Star Spangled Banner. This is what I want to achieve. This is what I've worked for. And I know that if it doesn't happen, that's okay because I'm going to go out there and I've done everything humanly possible within this last four years to be the very best that I could be. I have not held back one ounce. I have fought to be here. I will continue to fight to be here. 
and I will continue to put every ounce of everything I have into being my very best. And we're going to see what happens. And ultimately, I can't control other people's performances. They might outdo me, but trust me, I am working hard to make sure that that is not happening. Nobody is going to outwork me um, or be the best versions of themselves more than I can be. So the pressure I put on myself is, is higher. But again, all I can do is my very best. And we're going to hope that's the very best in the world. Um, I've worked and planned and prepared for it to be the very best in the world. And there's nothing that says it can't be. And I truly do believe that if I can produce my best results, it will be the very best in the world. And ultimately it's just going to come down to the day and we'll see what happens. I think everybody needs to have the self-confidence that you have. It is unbelievable. It is inspiring. It's infectious. Kaylee, it has been a long journey for you to get to Beijing. Thank you so much for joining us. You are a legend. You are an icon and Team USA is very, very lucky to have you. Thank you again for joining us and best of luck. Truly, we will all be cheering for you. Thank you. Thank you, Kaylee. Follow In the Village now on Amazon Music to get automatic downloads and tune into the networks of NBC to watch every moment of the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympic Games. And for the first time ever, the Super Bowl and Winter Olympics will be on the same day in the same network. Competition continues at the Winter Olympics tonight, and don't miss Super Bowl 56 as the Los Angeles Rams take on the Cincinnati Bengals February 13th on NBC and Peacock.